dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey Hello. Yoo-hoo. How's it going? Good. Welcome to episode eight of Good Girls Go Green. Is it really eight? Episode eight, yeah. It is not eight. We just released episode seven oh last gosh. week. I could have sworn it was episode seven. They just keep coming. Wow. Yep. I'm blown away. Me too. We've made it this far. Wow. Eight the great. It'll be the greatest episode ever. I certainly <laughs> hope so. I hope so, too. We've got, but just a little bit of a teaser, we've got some really cool goodies coming down the chute for you guys. Episode 10. Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. Ah, oh, I'm Celia. And I'm Julia. And welcome to Good Girls Go Green. Oh, I already said that, oh. but that's okay. Welcome again. Welcome. If you were confused where you were at, now you know, for I, sure. I hope by now no one's confused where they're at. You've had multiple confirmations. It's like, you know, at checkout, you have to be asked multiple times, do you really want this? Yes, I really want it. Yes, I do. (laughs) Let me buy it. Stop asking. (laughs) Stop making me second guess my decisions. That's the worst when it's something that you're already shaky on. Mm -hmm. And you're like, do I really want this? I don't really know. And then it keeps asking you, are you sure? And And you're like, like, I I don't know. Am am I I sure? Am I sure? (laughs) Oh, struggles i know so bad whoever came up with that idea was not the best marketer should get fired what they should get fired they should you need that one click and buy (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's not the best way to do it either that's what happened have i ever told you about that my brother john when sorry john you're getting thrown under the bus but um, when he was younger, he somehow got into my mom's Amazon account and found himself a cool toy that he really wanted. And he just clicked it and bought it. Does your mom know about this? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, are we exposing John? <laughs> no, because then it showed up at our door, like, however much later. And she was like, I didn't buy this. Who bought this? And John was like, my toy came. Oh, wow. And my mom, to teach him a lesson, she had him re-gift it to one of his friends for their birthday. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So. That'll show you to click and buy. (laughs) (laughs) The dangers of clicking and buying. It'll get you every time. According to Julia and Celia. Well. How was your week? The week was good. It's been crazy busy. Um, Julia and I are officially in our new place. Our contracts ended at the one apartment and we are in a new apartment. We go apartment to apartment. That's just the life that we're living right now. Yep. But it is way good. It's super cute. I love it. 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's very homey. It has has three levels yeah i'm gonna fall down i stumbled down them earlier today oh no and i just know i'm on them so the week was good we are moving in it's a process oh such a process because julia and i are both um and podcasting and podcasting (laughs) and school starting here in a couple weeks and for you for me oh my goodness 
<laughs> one day I'll be done. Probably not, but one day I'll be done. Graduated life is great. I bet. <laughs> but then you have to get a big kid job. It's true. Well, but it's true. good. So yeah, it's been on, busy. It's been really on getting some really neat things up and running for you guys. We are. We're so excited to announce more things coming up. So stay tuned. You've yeah. already gotten a little taste of it if you've listened to episode seven. But there will be more goodies to come. How were you eco-friendly this week? Oh, this week, you know, I think talking about the whole use things until they're through, mm-hmm. I have so much lotion and I was at the store the other day and wanted to get some more lotion, <laughs> but I talked myself into not getting more lotion because I'm going to go through all the lotion that I have first wow. and then I will do that. Um... And then, oh, actually today I was eco-friendly because I needed a new toothpaste. Mm. Um, And so I was just, I was at the toothpaste aisle looking for toothpaste and I saw an eco-friendly option and I was like, you know, I'm going to do it. What'd you get? I forget what it's called, but it is, I'm excited to use it. Okay, I'll have to watch you while you brush your teeth We'll post it on the website. (laughs) It'll be great. This is the toothpaste that Julia uses (laughs) to brush her teeth at night. (laughs) Unless it's not good. That's true. I'll try it. Um, Because I've also tried the toothpaste tablets, Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't liked those that much, so I wanted to try a different alternative that's still eco-friendly, and I figured, you know, since I needed toothpaste anyways, that I might as well try it. Yeah, I... Um, I was using the toothpaste for a while and Mm -hmm. I finished my whole bottle and I think it might've just been the brand. I wasn't a big fan of it. My mouth didn't feel clean. Um, and that's peeves. Yeah. Is my mouth feeling dirty? Um, I'll let you use my toothpaste if you want. Okay. I'll try it out. (laughs) Okay. Um, and so I, I'm, I've been wanting to shop around to try other toothpaste tab brands because mm-hmm. i know there's a few out there there's some really great ones out there yeah that i've heard great things about if you guys have any suggestions write us send them in we're always looking for new things yes <laughs> always but also you know kind of like what i was saying i need a new toothpaste anyways mm-hmm. and so you know use what you've got before yeah. you try to go find something new but if you're looking for something new try to go eco-friendly if you can heck yes I, yeah, I finished my toothpaste and needed a new toothpaste and didn't have time to order because I, 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 it was poor scheduling on my part mm-hmm. um, because I finished the toothpaste tabs and they're, I haven't seen them in stores yet. Yeah. I hope one day I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. And um, I needed toothpaste that day and <laughs> you're like, well, I was like, Run I'm out of toothpaste. So <laughs> I just went down to the store and got one of my. Yeah. non-eco-friendly brands of toothpaste yeah so i'm working on finishing that and then i'll get back on the toothpaste tab train mm-hmm. yeah this one that i found was actually in a normal store like it's just at the grocery mm. store is it tom's or something like that it is called hello and it is anti-plaque and whitening fluoride free toothpaste so i think it's just natural ingredients mm. No fluoride, artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, dyes, sulfates, 
parabens or triclosum. Hashtag brush happy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to try it out. You'll have to try it out and let me know how that goes. I will. I'm excited to use it tonight. Speaking of teeth, I need to end this appointment. You should do that. I've been... Before you forget. I've been pushing it off. <laughs> <laughs> how was your week? How were you eco-friendly? Well, I have a few different ways. Okay. Um, I got a bike today. <gasps> you did? It's not here yet. It's coming. But... I got one. That's I've exciting. Been, yeah, I've been wanting one for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has really gotten into mountain biking. My dad especially. Um, and I saw your mom's just, videos. They're so cute. They're great. <laughs> she was so proud about it. I was talking to her yesterday and she was telling me all about it. And apparently it's actually really hard to do. Yeah. To ride downstairs. Oh, um, I mean, it looks hard. Yeah. And so she was... She was tooting her horn. She was feeling really excited about that. Good for so that was her. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but my dad has been killing it on the mountain bike mm-hmm. trails. Um, his favorite trail is called Lane of Pain. Oh, and, that sounds awful. Right? <laughs> but he has been beating his personal records Good recently. For him. And wow. his most recent um, beating? PR? PR. Well, he beat his PR, his most recent PR, by 30 seconds. Wow. So he's killing it yeah. up the lane of pain. Good for him. Is right? he in pain? <laughs> I, I don't know. He took, he he took Christian pain. on it. He took Christian on it, my brother, uh-huh. um, and smoked him. <laughs> Sorry, Your brother who's like 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyed him up the mountain. Wow. So he was really excited about that. That's what I aspire to be. Same. I'll get there one day. That's awesome. But so are you planning on doing mountain biking or just kind of recreational or both? So I got a bike that would that could do both. Um because we're not we don't live in the mountain down here where That's we true. live. Um most of the biking that I would be doing would be to and from campus, down to the grocery store, and that's all just road biking. Um but also I would like to try mountain biking. I'm a little timid. Mm-hmm. Um just I had a friend in high school who fell and broke their collarbone. Yeah. Um and it just oh, it scares me. It scares <laughs> me so bad. Um, but I do kind of want to try it. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool. I don't really have anyone to go with. Yeah, I don't have a bike. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But and I'm the only person you hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, I'm your only option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just stand on the street corner. Hey, who wants to go mountain biking with just me? Just hold the sign out. Mountain bike with me for the weekend, please. Um. So I did that. Um. I have been going through my things and finding a lot of jars that I've... Because in packing up, I just yes. put jars everywhere in like all of my boxes. Our, and I've been unpacking and finding my bar- my jars everywhere. Our post today on Instagram, if you if you guys saw it, <laughs> or I guess when this comes out, it was earlier this week. Yeah, but, <laughs> but everyone should go take a look, anyways. Oh, cracked me up. Yeah, is that how you felt today? Oh yeah. <laughs> there's there's just jars everywhere, and I don't know what to do with them. I mean, I know you can use them for spices and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, we use this is, a flower vase. We used one as a flower vase. We did. We used a mason jar as a flower vase. Yeah. Um, but I've got I've got like a garlic jar and a sun-dried tomato jar and 
some jam jars I need to go rescue. We should make our own jam. I love making jam. I've only done it once, but I don't know if my cavities can take it. (laughs) Jam is really sugary. It's so sugary. We can make a sugar-free jam. We could try it. It's just, like, isn't it just mashed up berries? No. It needs... <laughs> my mom went through a jam phase. Oh, okay. Where we canned everything. Yeah. And jam takes like six cups of sugar at least. To hold it all together. And yeah, and gelatin? hmm It's not specifically gelatin, but it's like some kind of additive that makes it that jelly consistency right and so you you heat it and stir it for five ever and then you can it and you put it in like a she like this big canning pot and you put it in the water and it seals the lids oh Um, yeah it was a whole ordeal that's so cool so good someday i will get into that when i have my own house probably I'll uh, update you. Do. Please <laughs> do. <how> goes. <laughs> um, so on top of that, I also went to the grocery store today. And I've been eyeing this product for a while. Mm-hmm. And I finally decided to get it. It's called, it? it's called Just Egg. Uh-huh. It's a vegan egg substitute. Oh. Yeah. It's downstairs in the fridge if you want to check it out later. Interesting. But... Um, yeah, it just looks interesting to me. And yeah. there's, I mean, obviously no animal products in it. Right. And so I was wondering if it was any good because if it's any good, then that might be a neat substitute. Yeah, worth a shot. I mean, the packaging is plastic. So there's, I feel like with products, you almost can't have it all, you know? Yeah. Because unless you go to a farmer's market and you get fresh produce. That's true. And there's no wrapping on it, and it's fresh. And, and then local. you might have it all. Speaking of which, there's a farmer's market this weekend <gasps> we should go to. Where? Uh, down on Center Street. Oh, we're when? going. I think it's it's like Saturday from ten to two or something like that. Okay, I'm scuba diving Saturday. Oh, from wait. like ten to two. I might be scuba diving this Saturday too. We we'll have to look at our calendar. We'll have to look at our calendar because sad. I want to but go I to guess the farmer's scuba diving market, will be but a also cool update. <laughs> I've been needing to go scuba diving to finish my certification for a while. Yeah, you should do that. Well, cool. Yeah. So I'll let you all know how that goes because I am intrigued. I think I'm going to make an omelet tomorrow. You should take a picture and put it up on the Instagram. Oh, genius. Put it on the gram. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. That's all we do. We do everything for the gram. Oh yeah. Well, well, you took great notes on how you were eco friendly this week. I kind of just winged it, wung it, wung it, wung it, wang it, <laughs> wanged it, <laughs> wang, wung, wang, 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 wing, wang, wing, wang, wang it, wang. Wong wong. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I need um, to be better at that of keeping track for the podcast so that we can give you guys good tips. Yeah, I'm pretty not sure. to toot our own tor- horn. Toot toot. Toot. <laughs> toot our own horn. But I, th- 
I, I agree. I think I need to be a little bit better because maybe I'll start an eco-friendly journal and yeah. take a note of how is that eco-friendly today because, because I did just, I wrote them down. Most of these things I did today. I saved the <laughs> jars today. I got the bike today. I got the egg today. And so it's on the forefront of my mind. Right. Um, yeah. But I know I was eco-friendly other ways this week. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like I said, not to kind of brag about how we were eco-friendly, but more so just to maybe inspire you guys on kind of just everyday things that you might not even think about that are eco-friendly. And we want to know how you were eco-friendly. Yes. Maybe send in your ideas or diaries. idea. On Fridays, we can post on our Instagram, how are you eco-friendly this week on our story and have people write it in. Yes. And then the next week, we can feature it in our episode. I like that. Boom. Okay. Okay. Starting New idea, week. guys. We're counting on you, listeners, to write in your ideas for us because we can't do it without you. Otherwise, it will just be me and Celia telling you what we do. And that's not as much fun because... We're not eco-experts, as we have covered. (laughs) We are true beginners. So, we want to be inspired and... (laughs) And yes. I finished every presentation. And yes. (laughs) And done. And that's what I have. (laughs) And that's all. The end. I was trying to think of another word for being inspired, but I couldn't. Um... Inspired and motivated by you. Yes. That's what I that's where I was going. Because what we're trying to do the is end. we're trying to I'm gonna sub preface the the end. Okay. Um because what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a community of growing and lifting and sharing. Yes. And we need you all to participate. Because that's the only way that problems will get solved. Me and Celia sitting here and talking about ourselves is not going to solve problems. This doesn't solve any problems. (laughs) This doesn't solve any problems. In fact, it might create more problems. It probably is creating. I mean, we're you're you're taking time out of your day to listen to us, so that might be more of a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, like Celia was saying, is to create a community where we can bounce ideas off of each other and get inspired and just try better and be better and do better the end <laughs> done <laughs> fiend well do you well, want a fun fact yes tell me your fun fact okay it's kind of a sad one okay so i got this fact from easy eco tips um their page on instagram love got that page. great stuff love it um, and it says, in average, a plastic bag is used for 12 minutes only, but it will never decompose and will stay on Earth forever. Wow. Also, that just recently they found a plastic bag in the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest trench in the world. I saw that. Yep. And some candy wrappers. <laughs> those so, candy wrappers, they'll get you every pesky time. candy wrappers. <laughs> I wonder whose they work. Whose they were? Yeah. Mine. (laughs) (laughs) They could be. No. They really could be. Yeah, they could be. What kind of candy were they? I don't know. (laughs) They're not... It's like, it's Reese's. Nope. Hershey candy candy wrappers. If it was was chocolate, it wasn't mine. (laughs) 
I'm just kidding. What? Um, but the odds, it's like one in. It's like a golden ticket. It's like your golden ticket to being the worst person to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Woo. I got a one ticket straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs> That's what she sings to herself every morning to hype herself up. <laughs> That's what gets me going. <laughs> wow. Well, that's really sad that's and puts things in perspective. Good. The whole. I bet they're yours. No, not that. Oh. Well, that's sad too. I mean, it's all sad. Everything that you just told me. But the whole, you use it for 12 minutes and then it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of times things become a problem because you're not thinking long term you're just thinking what you need short term and mm-hmm. you're like i need my plastic bag and that's They're what it's so gonna be. convenient yeah super convenient which is why we need bigger policies to help from the higher up level as well so if you're into that <laughs> We are. You guys can take over. Send from us there. your petitions. <laughs> we will sign the we heck will. out of your petitions. We will because it is when when you go to the grocery store and there's tons of bags just ready for you. You're like, well, they're here anyways, so I might as well yeah. use them. But if you go to the grocery store and there's no plastic bags, you're gonna find a different solution. So tuck it yes, in your shirt. You are. <laughs> carry just carry it. it out in your shirt put it back in the cart wheel the cart out that's true what a concept see there's so many options that a plastic bag is really just enabling and I mean in places like California they've and where my parents live they've um, added a like a bag tax yeah same with seattle area yeah so it costs between 12 and like 25 cents right for a bag i mean it's still a plastic bag and you could there's places um like i know at walmart um you can take your reusable i mean they're 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 made to be reusable so you're essentially buying a reusable bag Mm -hmm. um and if you don't want them, they've got, like I saw at Walmart, I've seen them in Target. Um, you can bring your bags back and they'll just get recycled for you. I've seen that. At our local grocery store, they do that too, mm-hmm. where you can bring your plastic bags back. Yeah. Um, and also the, like, you know, the flimsy little, like, fairy wing plastic bags. Uh-huh. Do you? <laughs> like a plastic bag. Where did it start again? Do you ever? <laughs> Anyways, um, those little like flimsy ones, yeah. you can recycle them. So mm-hmm. if you don't repurpose them, I know here in our apartment we reuse them as um, bathroom trash can liners. Yeah. Um, because you don't have to. They're just small and easy. Yeah, you don't have to spend the money on buying mini trash can trash bags. Just use the grocery sacks. Right. Um, but also you can recycle them yourself at home if mm-hmm. you don't repost them yeah um i was also gonna say that some grocery stores um i don't know if they do this in the areas that charge 
more for plastic bags, but at least here in our area where they do have the plastic bag option, um, if you bring your own reusable bags, they you get extra points. Like if you have a grocery number. They do that specifically at, I don't know about other stores, but they do that at Kroger stores. Yeah. So if you've got a local Kroger yeah, that goes by multiple different names, yeah, King Supers, Smiths, Albertsons. Albert, is Albertsons Safeway. Kroger? Maybe not. Safeway is for sure. Well, those ones, those yeah. stores. But anyways, so so yeah, it kind of gives you some incentive, you know, for gas points or I don't know, whatever you use grocery points for. It's <laughs> pretty neat. Yeah. Well, that was a heavy fun fact. It was. It wasn't very fun. It was just a fact. That's okay. Sometimes we need to be hit with reality. Fact. So, um. All right. Well, I have our news story this week for us. Oh, yeah. You ready for it? Yes. So I got this from an article called Inhabitat.com. And it was talking about how Berkeley lab scientists are getting close to creating artificial photosynthesis. Oh. Yeah. So the goal of that is to generate renewable energy from the CO2 in the atmosphere. So So using the greenhouse gases for our benefit? Yeah. So basically, they were talking about they have... They're doing it on a really small scale right now because it's Mm -hmm. kind of, it's very experimental. Um, But they have kind of these little panels um, that have these kind of microtubes in them that like suck the CO2 basically from the atmosphere into these tablet things that generates energy. Wow. Yeah. Um. So and you'll be putting this article on the website. I will. Correct. Okay. Yes. So we can see what you're talking about because I <laughs> am not seeing it. I know. It's hard to explain, especially, you know, it's very technical and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, just imagine, you know, a solar panel kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but with like, like I said, little tubes that kind of they've, you know, how plants absorb you know, the CO2 that's in the air. Yes. So it's kind of like that, how the these tubes in those pa- panels are just absorbing the CO2 in the air. And in those panels, it's getting converted into energy. So. Okay. Yeah. But so, so far they've only produced carbon monoxide, but they're shooting to produce methanol. Produce what? Or to to take out. Sorry, not produce. Oh. To they've only taken out carbon monoxide, but carbon they're shooting monoxide or carbon dioxide. Monoxide. Wait, back up. Okay. Are these tubes touching carbon dioxide at all? Yes. Okay, and now they're doing what to carbon monoxide? So. Their goal, their goal is to be taking out CO2, but right now they're only taking out carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 
they're so right now they're still working up towards taking out CO2. So sorry, that was kind of confusing. But their goal is to take out CO2 because that's like the really harmful gas that's in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But right now they're just taking out carbon monoxide. Okay. Yes. Um, but so this is kind of a good step into, you know, creating renewable energy while also, um, taking, you know, taking away the problem of global warming, basically, Mm -hmm. of all the CO2 in the atmosphere. But um, to kind of offset fossil fuels, because we're still using so much fossil fuels to be able to offset that, they need to make this in way greater quantities. And they aren't sure if it's going to be like at a greater at a greater level if it's actually going to work. So. It's still very beginning, but it's a really cool idea to kind of take take lessons from plants Mm -hmm. and shift it into what we need. So interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I thought that was cool. But I will definitely post the link on the website because I know it's kind of confusing and hopefully if you get there you'll be able to understand it better. (laughs) Sounds good. I'll check it out. Cool. Well, who goes first this week? Me. All right. Fill me in. What you got? I want to talk about milk. Milk? Milk. Milk. I love Mr. Milk. (laughs) Milk. I actually do really love milk, so don't ruin it for me. I might. That's okay. I know it's a problem. But fill me in. Okay. So I got this. I got my info from the foodmedic.co.uk. So some of this information is based off of um, tests and statistics from the, specifically the UK. Okay. So bear with me. So is it going to be in numbers that we don't understand? No. no. Okay. It'll be in <laughs> in numbers we understand. Okay. Um, But veganism has increased by 260% in the last 10 years in the UK. Wow. That's crazy. That's a large number. Yeah. It's going up fast, huh? Yeah. But that's super cool. Yeah. Um, Plant-based dairy is also increasing, and it will be at 43% by 2021. Okay. (laughs) So Cool. It's good. That means like plant-based dairy, the market for plant-based dairy is taking off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like alternatives to dairy. Yeah. So when I say plant-based dairy, I basically mean like anything besides cow milk. Yeah. Like coconut milk. Coconut, almond, almond flax, okay. um, rice, shoe, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Wait, so that's, it's only go- gone up by 43%? Well, it will, sales will be at 43%. Oh, okay. So it was not 40. Now it will be 43%. Okay. So gotcha. like, the I, I'm assuming oh, the percent of the population in the, in the mm. UK, people are purchasing, more and more people are purchasing plant-based milk as opposed to I see. cow's milk. Okay. Gotcha. Wait, how do you say the word milk? Milk. We can stay friends. <laughs> milk. 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 <laughs> um 
Producing meat and dairy is said to release more greenhouse gases into the atmosphere than any other type of food production. Wait, pause. I'm still on how people say milk. So if you want, please send us your voice recordings of how you say milk. Thanks. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to hear how everyone says milk. No. I will sit and listen to every single person Do say it. milk. I will. Okay. For science. Great. Cool. <laughs> Would you like me to repeat my fact for you? Yes, because I was caught up on how people say milk. Producing <laughs> meat and dairy is said to release more greenhouse gases into the atmosphere than any other type of food production. Yes, I have heard that that is a big cause. So beef cattle release more CO2 emissions than dairy cattle, but dairy is a close second, mm. um, but really not by much. So beef, I wonder why it's different. I mean, I really don't know. But <laughs> maybe because... Huh? <laughs> you didn't look that up in your well, research? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, but I'm. I bet it's because you have your beef cattle and then you kill your beef cattle and then you have more beef cattle whereas your dairy mm. are just constantly producing that's true i don't know we're full of facts here guys fact so. true facts um just say it with confidence and they'll believe us yes that's what people come here for is the facts celia so. <laughs> beef cattle are producing 2495 million tons of co2 wow that is a boatload. And I don't know if that's annually, but it is globally. Holy cow. So I'm assuming it's annually. Yeah. Um, dairy cattle are producing 2,128 million tons of CO2. That's so So that's lot. only about 380 or so off of um, beef cattle production. Mm -hmm. uh, which brought me to my question. My overall, my overarching question. Okay. What milk is the best milk? I have been wondering that too. So I've done some studies and I think what it comes down to is what you want. Okay. Really. So it sounds like every plant-based milk across the table, across the board, has has something wrong with it. It's got a problem. Okay. Every, every plant. There's not one like... Gotcha. There is... So it's kind of personal choice what you choose mm -hmm. as a benefit to you. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking at... Or to avoid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're looking at three main categories, emissions, land use, and water use. Okay. And maybe when this um, episode launches, we will post the little chart graph thing I was looking at okay. on our story. Yes. So cow's milk... According to the graphs that I was looking at, mm -hmm. cow's milk is overall the highest um, in emissions, land use, and water use. So it's really it's really the worst for the environment. Okay. So just going to lay that out there. Noted. Which is sad. But there you go. Um, but rice, there's some great alternatives. There's great alternatives. I have some brands that I really, really love. Mm -hmm. And I will suggest them here. In this podcast. Little plugs. Yes. Um, and I got this info from both the Food Medic website as well as Get Wasted Instagram page. Yes. Yes. 
So good. Great Instagram page. So. Um, so looking at if I were to describe the graph to you, which is what I'm going to try to do. Okay. Now, um, you've got rice milk, which is fairly moderate in emissions, low in land use, and moderate in water use. Um, soy milk is moderate in emissions, low in land use, low in water use. Um, oat milk is moderate to low in emissions, low in land use, and low in water use. And almond milk is low in emissions, low in land use, and moderate to high in water use. So according to some charts that I saw, almond milk was comparable to cow's milk in water use. Yeah. Other charts I've seen, it exceeds cow's milk. Other charts, it's for moderate compared That's to cow's I've- milk. I've heard that a lot because almond milk was a huge hype for, mm-hmm. like, it became the new craze. Yeah. Um, but I have heard that, that it's very, it takes a lot of water to produce. Mm-hmm. So. Soy milk is significantly less damaging in terms of greenhouse gas emissions, land use, and water supply. Okay. So, soy milk is pretty good. Okay. Um, almond milk use roughly... Featuring the pipes in our new apartment. <laughs> Welcome to our new apartment. We have uh, noisy pipes. Have some pipes. <laughs> you can um, hear everything that goes down in the really other can. room. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is where some of the there's a little bit of discrepancy. This, according to this website, it says almond milk uses roughly 17 times more water than cow's milk per liter. Oh wow! So. The graph that I was looking at had it lower than cow's milk. Mm -hmm. But still pretty high. But still pretty high. This graph says 17 times more. Gotcha. So there's a little bit of a... But either way, it's still a lot of water. It's a lot of water. Um, When there's other alternatives that don't use that much. mm -hmm. Now, I really like... I do too. But um, cow's milk releases nearly 10 times more greenhouse gases per liter than any other milk. Um, and oat milk causes more environmental acidification, which oh. are chemicals that decrease the pH of the sea or soil compared to cow's milk. Interesting. So oat milk's not very good for... For like the ground. For the ground. So it's kind of... Gotcha. Yeah. So it can't be reused for anything pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take um, that as a fact. Fact. Overall, <laughs> though, <of> them here. <laughs> all plant milks are better environmentally than cow's milk. So, okay, take your pick. There's a lot of different options. Just Other options anything include except for cow's milk. Basically. Anything except for cow's milk. <laughs> which, oh my goodness, I'm such a sucker for dairy. I love cheese. <laughs> I love cheese. You do. We went to the Tillamook Cheese Factory, and it was like taking her to Disneyland. You guys. I heard that in Europe they do, you know, like the chocolate advent calendars where you get a chocolate for every day of December. They have a cheese one. (laughs) And if anybody in Europe wants to send me a cheese advent calendar, you will literally make her life. My life would be made. (laughs) She would probably cry Oh, I will cry. I will cry. (laughs) If I receive a cheese cheese. I just, I can't handle it. There's something so amazing about it. I mean, if you're sending her one, send me one too. (laughs) I would never say no to cheese. Because I won't be sharing. (laughs) She will not. She will take it 
all. Yep. Um, so I think giving up cheese is really hard. Giving up milk, I think, for me is not much of a problem. I'm not a big milk drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, for me, milk was it was like a breakfast food. We don't drink it during meals unless it's breakfast time. And even then, it's only special. Unlike you. <laughs> I was going to say, I am a big milk drinker for sure. And I I do love the alternatives to milk. But I haven't found one yet that I like plain. Mm-hmm. Like, I love drinking just a cold glass of milk is one of my favorite things. And I haven't found yet an Weird. alternative to milk that you know, hits the same. So I mean, you could just not drink it. <laughs> I just it's just what I grew up on. And I think like, you know, growing up it was always you'll get big muscles and you'll grow grow big and strong if you mm. drink milk and stuff. And so I was determined to drink <laughs> milk. I will drink the milk. Yeah. And especially I was my family was a big sports family mm-hmm. and we just the whole got did, milk campaign did sports and drank milk <laughs> you had milk we yes we had milk for sure um but yeah so that's one of the things that I'm still working through mm-hmm. I mean it's not the biggest deal but I do love a cold glass of milk and I just I like almond milk but with almond milk I usually put like I usually make it into like a shake or something mm-hmm. um or like I have this kind of oat strawberry yogurt thing but anyways so I found a couple different ones but I have to have them flavored mm. so I haven't found like a good just plain milk yet but yeah there's I've definitely I've tried many different almond milks and most of the ones that tasted like water yeah um which i don't like i'm not a fan of that which is why i usually mix them with you know some kind of protein shake or Mm -hmm. something but there's one brand that i adore and it is called califia farms and they do oat milks almond milks creamers they also do iced coffee um all kinds of stuff Cool. But their flavored almond milks are to die for. Really? It's definitely more pricey, but... Are they at normal grocery stores or... Depends on the grocery store. Okay. Um, I have seen them... I've seen them at Walmart, um, but not all Walmarts. Mm-hmm. I've seen them at Kroger stores, but not all Kroger stores. So it just, it just depends. Gotcha. Um, They are at our Smiths. Oh, okay. So... It's great. That's usually the one that I that I get. Gotcha. Um, if I do almond milk, yeah. Um, it's in this really curvy plastic bottle, mm-hmm. um, and they've got all kinds of flavors like toasted coconut. Oh, which it's really great until you make your mac and cheese with toasted coconut because <laughs> that's true. You don't have any other milk, and yeah. no one else has milk, and you're sol. That's the other thing that I have trouble with is like. I've I've gotten almond milk before mm-hmm. and you know making mac and cheese or like anything that is kind of an insta whatever mm-hmm. and you make it with milk it doesn't 
taste the same if you make it with almond milk. See, I'm not a picky eater, and so I don't notice that. I'm not. I mean, I'll still eat it, but I definitely notice the difference. Mm. So, I don't know. So, I guess if you're a sensitive, palated individual, <laughs> you would notice. If not, I'm going to really well out in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um... But yes, so they're coming all the way back around to my milk presentation. Yes. Um, so there is no replacement for dairy that can perfectly replicate the nutrients you get from dairy products. That's the other thing that I've heard is that, you know, with going vegan or even vegetarian, you just have to be really careful because, and maybe we'll go into this in another episode, I personally am not vegan or vegetarian i just have never tried it before um nothing against it but i just don't know much about it so maybe we'll go into an episode where we talk about it Mm -hmm. um but i have heard like that it can be hard sometimes to get that nutritional value in other ways Mm -hmm. if you're not consuming like meat or dairy or yeah animal specifically um vitamin b12 Mm. Vitamin B12, I believe I took a nutrition class this semester. Oh, oh. Um, so, fancy. Yeah. But vitamin B12 is only found in animal byproducts. Yeah. Um, so meat, dairy, and that's it. Yeah. Pretty much. And so um, vegans of the world, if I'm totally wrong, please <laughs> let me know. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's vitamins that you There can are. Take. And so if you are vegan or vegetarian, um, yeah. you... For like super long term, you probably ought to be taking a vitamin supplement right. to be getting vitamin B12 right. um, and probably calcium as well. Unless you're eating, there's um, there's different um, plant products that have calcium in it like tofu, pinto beans, figs, oranges, almonds, Brazil nuts, pistachios, chia seeds. Green leafy vegetables like broccoli, spinach, um, yeah, Brussels sprouts. Which I feel like if you're vegetarian or vegan, you're going to be eating a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. anyways. But to kind of give you a little bit of perspective, because I didn't realize this, but 63 Brussels sprouts have the same amount of calcium as a glass of cow's milk. Wow. So, yeah. so just kind of proportionally makes it harder to get. Yeah. Like that's a lot of Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Um, so this is another episode, though. This is another episode. <laughs> um, but if you're going to forfeit dairy, um, make sure that you're getting those vitamins in other ways mm-hmm. because your body needs them. So yeah. I love your body. Um, but you can get plant-based milks that are fortified with calcium and vitamin B12, no problem. I was going to say, I think some of the ones are fortified with mm-hmm. it. So. Like, you can get... We had orange juice recently that was that said calcium fortified right across the front yeah um and so if we weren't drinking milk you know we're still getting calcium from oranges and fun fact calcium helps you absorb vitamin d which is why they do that with orange juice that's neat yeah well that's from back in my nutrition days (laughs) hashtag nerdy yeah um so other options of milk include almond flax quinoa Soy, hemp, grain, rice, coconut, potato. You can milk anything. Potatoes? No, potatoes had teats. (laughs) Do you want to know a joke? 
Tell me a joke. My mom used to be, she does it all the time still though. She'd be like, you want to know how to milk a mouse? Since this is not a visual podcast, obviously. Thank goodness. <laughs> what Celia just did to me was she took my <laughs> pinky and folded it. Because you have to use your pinky <laughs> to milk a mouse. <laughs> she folded it down so that the tip of my pinky was touching the knuckle where it attaches to my hand. And she sque- squeezed it. Squoze it? <laughs> Squazed it? Squazed it? <laughs> we are not good with our verb mm. tenses today. Nope. So anyways, now that you've taught me how to milk a mouse. Yes. <laughs> my pinky will never almond. feel the same. <laughs> never. Um, so not only um, can you find alternatives for milk. Like if milk is your big thing. Um, it is I my think big thing. I think, like, just like cheese is my big thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can give up, I can give I, give up ice cream, yogurt, milk, yeah. no problem. But cheese, cheese is really hard for me to give up. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think, coming all the way back to be imperfectly vegan, be imperfectly sustainable. Yeah. Um, that if you, if you can give up chicken, but bacon is your weakness, give up chicken and stick with bacon. Yeah. I mean, you're every little bit counts you're minimizing your footprint just by cutting one piece out right and so if milk is really hard for you to give up um look at maybe finding substitutes for cheese for butter um for yogurt for ice cream there's all kinds of eggs get your little carton of just egg (laughs) i'll let you know how it goes because i'm really curious i hope it tastes good yeah. I fry it in butter. That seems a little counterintuitive. <laughs> it does. To fry my vegan egg in not vegan <laughs> butter. <laughs> but that's what I got. I mean, you gotta w- use what we got. Put some bacon on top and cover it in cheese. <laughs> yes! Just disguise it as much <laughs> as you can. <laughs> um, but yeah, find what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried vegan ice creams. Um, yeah. Sorbet and sherbet. Sherbet? Sherbet? Or is it just sorbet? I think it might be just be sorbet. Maybe some <laughs> is sherbet. It not as sherbet? Well. well they're they're different. Oh. Sorbet is yes. more fruit based. Sherbet right. might have dairy. That's true. TV. I think it does. I think it does too. Yeah. But sorbets, um, you can get them at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. There's it's boomed. It's so Cool to go to grocery stores and just see all of the dairy free products. Yeah. Like you can get oat based ice cream, you can get soy based ice cream. Yeah. Um, Which is definitely new. Oh, it's super new. Like, I remember I had a friend growing up who was lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. and he always had to have kind of kind of have these off-brand strange mm-hmm. looking things and they taste funny they taste funny yeah and so he would always just have his own personal meal but i feel like now you could even just do a birthday party that's totally vegan and it wouldn't be weird yeah you know nobody would even bet an eye because yeah. i and i just not even just dairy products but also gluten-free products yeah um like i'm 
I'm a little gluten sensitive, just PSA. <laughs> um, and so I am trying really hard to eat more gluten free, which mm-hmm. is not going well, but I try. <laughs> um, but even, I mean, I had a couple gluten free cookies mm-hmm. today, and I can't taste the difference between regular cookie dough and gluten free cookie dough, which, going back to my insensitive palate, um, so for those of you who might be a little <laughs> bit more sensitive, you might be able to taste that it's gluten-free. But yeah. I can't... I mean, the quality is... She'll just eat anything. I really will. Um, but these these products that have catered to people with, with lactose intolerance, with mm-hmm. nut allergies, with um, with gluten allergies, the quality has skyrocketed. It's right. amazing. Um, and then it's easier for people like me who don't have any of that, but want to you know, reduce my carbon footprint in ways that I can to find products that are actually, you know, good. Because for people like me, it's not a necessity necessarily. And so it's kind of out of my way, I guess, to try other products. Mm-hmm. But if the products are good, I'll try it by yeah. all means. And sometimes they're better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I have yet to find a cheese that I've liked. I have never tried any cheeses that are lactose. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> People, pre- please write in um, if you have any cheese suggestions for I Celia. Just, I just choose alternative suggestions. Just, Although I'm sure she would appreciate <laughs> cheese suggestions. I'll take as any well. cheese suggestions. <laughs> I'll do a cheese tour. <laughs> um, we should go on tour and only hit Wisconsin. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should go. Let's go. Eat it all. But yeah, so if anyone's got any... I'm going to get you a cheese head for your birthday. Do it. I will. <laughs> if anyone's got any recommendations for cheese alternatives, let me know. I haven't found any that I've like been sad. But we're open to trying. I'm super open to trying. We might hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try it. Says the person so... who claims she's not picky. I'm not picky. I just think it's cheese. weird that you can make cheese out of vegetables. <laughs> so. <laughs> and same with meat, that you can make meat out of vegetables. Yeah. That's a little It odd. wears me out for like, sure. Like, I get it. I, I see the one side where they're like, you're eating the flesh of creatures. Yeah. That is, that's a little, it's a little odd. <laughs> but on the flip side, it's like, but this fruit tastes like a chicken (laughs) this is weird yes i i like you know like the black bean burger that you made for us the other day that was delicious way good good. yeah so i feel like but it wasn't like mimicking ground beef no it kind of has to be its own thing yeah in my mind but i mean but who's to say there's no judgment here there's you like that go for it in fact Every every once in a while, I turn to Julia and I'm like, I want to try being vegan. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. Maybe we'll try it. I would like to try Maybe it. Maybe one of these episodes we'll talk about it and we'll be convinced and we'll try it for a month. If I can tackle being gluten-free. <laughs> Which you have yet to tackle yet. <laughs> then we'll see. Then we'll talk. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> Anyways. Cool. Good job. Thank you. You did a good job on that. And you didn't even offend me that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you going to offend me this time? I might. Okay. Actually, my topic this week has to do a little bit with what I talked about in the news. So I'm going to be talking about alternative energy. Oh, yeah. okay. So considering that you just bought a bike, hopefully it does not offend you. But you never know. What do you mean it'll offend me? You said hopefully your topic doesn't offend me. You said it like two minutes ago. Do you not remember saying no, that? No, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> it's okay. Goldfish. Goldfish. A snack that's nose back. Goldfish. Celia. Celia. <laughs> Celia's the snack that smiles back. <laughs> Cheesin. All right. Um, my sources for this are eia.gov, um, another eia.gov page, and sciencing.com. That is my page. Wow. Sciencing. Sciencing. Yep. Full of facts all up in here. So I'm going to give you some real quick crash course history for energy. So until the 1800s, basically, put yourself in the 1800s. Okay, I'm Picture there. yourself. The plague. <laughs> Wake up and it's smell the plague. <laughs> um. Imagine Does it smell just like close, coronavirus? Close your eyes. You're in a cabin in the woods, and your only source of energy for heat and cooking and light is pretty much wood. The trees around you. Can you uh, picture it? I, I see it. <laughs> so that was the main source of energy um, until about the mid-1800s. Um, and then after that, with the whole, you know, if you're a history expert, the whole industrial revolution that happened, uh, yes. all that good stuff. Yep. Um, so that basically kickstarted fossil fuels. So fossil fuels include coal, petroleum, natural gases, um, and they are the biggest source of the U.S.'s CO2 emissions. So that's fun. Aww. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. You can really dance. <laughs> wow. You can really dance. <laughs> can you tell we've been quarantining and TikToking too much? Way too much. <laughs> um, so in the 1900s, um, some people came up with a theory that basically oil is a limited resource, which turns out they're correct um but at the time they kind of you know they were just hitting a ton of oil and finding it and using it and they were like this is never going to go bad we can just keep using it it burns really quick it's very efficient um and there wasn't really any thought to where it came from um you're just full of songs today (laughs) we're approaching bedtime rapidly (laughs) hang in there i've got a lot more notes okay so i'll be i'll I'll be good (laughs) will you yes behave yes um so turns out they were right so oil comes from if you did not know this which i kind of knew this but also kind of forgot but oil comes from the remains of dead organisms. Yes, fossil fuels. 
Yes. That's what I wrote in my notes. I said, hence, fossil fuels. <laughs> so, is there just a stash of dead organisms? Yes. Oh. You know how the earth is, like, layered, basically? Yes. So, oil they get from digging in the earth mm-hmm. to find fossils that are buried down there, basically. But they have to be fossils that have been, like, decomposed over years, like, centuries, basically. Oh. So. So, do you have to find a spot that is ripe for the picking? Yes. It has to be, I think, rich in, I don't know what, but it just has to be kind of high density, I think. A lot of dead things. So, really, eventually, cemeteries could be considered fossil fuels. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But- the problem that we're running into, which is basically... people don't want to be donated to <laughs> fossil fuels. No, <laughs> that's not the problem. So the problem is basically we're using it more than we can produce it. Ah. So even though obviously the cycle of life, organisms are continuing to die because that's just how it goes. <laughs> but um, moment of peace. Anyways, um, so even though organisms are continuing to die, we're using fossil fuels at such a rapid pace that we're basically going to hit a wall. It's kind of like, you know, when you're catching up on your favorite show or something mm-hmm. and you have a ton of episodes at first to binge and then all of a sudden you catch up. And you have to wait every single week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Okay. So if we hit that wall. We are getting close to hitting that wall. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, okay, wait. I'm still hung up on this store of fossil fuels. <laughs> okay. Where are they getting them? From the ground. Well, yeah. But so we're thinking long term because these fossil fuels that we want to use now have been in the ground for years. More than years. More than years. Like, like decades. At least 12. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're thinking ahead, right? To mm-hmm. prepare fossil fuels for future us to well, use. See, the problem is, is that we want to get away from fossil fuels uh, because fossil fuels are what's creating the CO2 so in the ozone. we're not preparing more fossils. Well, we shouldn't be, basically. But we are. I mean, no, that's not the point of me going on this sidetrack. Okay. But, I mean, more fossil fuels are being created just naturally because organisms are dying. And that's how fossil fuels are created. But yeah, So they're they not, aren't... like, taking the carcasses no. and burying them to be used <laughs> no. on a, at a later time. No, no, no. Like time capsules. I don't think so. No. I think it's just, you know... Eventually, there will always be fossil fuels, basically, Mm -hmm. but we're using them at such a rapid pace that it won't be as much as we have now. Mm -hmm. Um, But the point of me going on this tangent was that that was kind of the initial push for going away from fossil fuels because they were like, listen, these fossil fuels are going to run out. We need to think of alternatives. But... Then they figured out that these fossil fuels are actually harmful to the environment. And so 
that's even more of a reason to be trying to go away from the fossil fuels. So that's how we have gotten to today's day and age. So since then, they have done, they as in scientists, Mm. have done a lot of research um, on how to make more renewable energy. Um, So initially, it was pretty much the basis of wood and hydropower. So wood is kind of, you know, they were doing it in the 1800s, easy access. If you're in a forested area, especially like just go chop a tree down. Not mm-hmm. <laughs> not advocating for that now, mm-hmm. but um, it was just easy access back in the day. Right. Just go grab a tree that fell down in the forest, whatever, chop it up, use it for fuel. Um, and then hydropower was one of the early ones that they used too because... I mean, the natural water. You can just use the movement of the water mm-hmm. um, to create energy like, like that. mills. Yeah. Or like the Hoover Dam. So um, since that time when they were just using wood and hydropower, um, they have also created biofuels, geothermal energy, solar energy, and wind energy, which have been increasing um, at such a rate that in 2019, the consumption of those kind of alternative energies was three times greater than in 2000. So not like that great of a pace, but also pretty good. Yeah. So we're definitely getting closer to where we want to be it's still only a small slice of the pie Mm -hmm. but it's growing okay so progress not bad not bad so i am going to go into a little bit of each alternative energy so biomass energy um can be produced from non-fossilized plant materials such as wood and wood waste so like wood chips stuff like that Mm -hmm. they can just i think they like compress them and it just heats up and that heat creates the energy oh yeah interesting yeah um so actually this was really interesting the largest source of the largest single source of wood energy is called black liquor have you heard of that no i haven't so what it is is it's a residue of the pulp um, from trees and paper and paperboard production. So I think it's kind of gross, but it's a good alternative. Is it very potter? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. The wood products aren't very popular. It's more, the most popular are probably solar, Mm -hmm. um, and wind energy so okay makes sense yeah um another interesting alternative energy that i knew about but had never really thought about before um municipal solid waste better known as msw or garbage so the people who take out your garbage Mm -hmm. um they sort stuff and in one of the categories is paper, cardboard, food scraps, grass clippings, leaves, wood, um, 
and other like combustible materials that they just burn to generate electricity okay yeah so wait these garbage people yes the people who take care of your garbage yes they are they going through your trash i think yeah i think that's like they collect it so they're ripping open the garbage bags (laughs) yes i think it's kind of and i don't know if they do it yeah and i don't know like how the process really works but if they do it by hand or if they kind of just have a sorter Mm -hmm. by like weight or something um but yeah i just thought that was interesting that they were burning literally just garbage to create more energy which Um, can't be good for the ozone yeah that's one of the things that's less good especially we were talking a couple episodes back um about putting food scraps in the landfill um and those food scraps especially when they burn even though they are part of that category of burning Mm -hmm. um when they burn they emit um gases that are pretty harmful to the environment keep that in mind yeah (laughs) But it's an alternative, and it's kind of like a reusable. And I don't think, even though it's harmful, I don't think it's as harmful to the environment as those fossil fuels are. Mm. Um, Hydropower is another form of alternative energy, and it's what we're talking about with the water. Um, So, like I said, an example is the Grand Coulee Dam. So there's actually two forms of water um, energy. So there's the conventional way where they use water in dams to spin a turbine behind the dam, um, which generates electricity. And then there's also a pump storage system which moves the water from one reservoir like at the top Mm -hmm. to another reservoir at the bottom, and it just kind of cycles up and down like that. Um, I also saw actually recently um, they were floaters. I the, I mean it's it's on this Instagram page called Be Clean Go Green. Uh-huh. Um, and that's I mean eco eco wave power. I think it might be eco wave power. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um is an affordable and innovative technology that produces clean, renewable electricity from ocean waves. Um, so what it does is it can be they can be attached to existing man-made structures like docks, um, which from there they they like rise and fall with the waves. So they're just moving mm-hmm. with the waves. So it's usually like a series of like bet- probably between three and however many. Um, and they just they pump up and down with the waves because they're just riding waves. They look like mm-hmm. little sailboats, just yeah. like right on top of the waves, and it's just pumping up and down and creating energy as they go. Cool. So I think it's a it's a relatively new um, source of energy. I don't know how common they are. Yeah. But definitely check out Be Clean Go Green and even Eco Wave Power to kind of see get some info on that yeah that's super cool i i love the idea of how we can 
take energy from the environment because mm-hmm. everywhere around us, like there's movement, which if you paid attention in science class, movement means energy, basically. Um, and so, you know, with these, with the water, with the water movement and stuff, that creates energy. With the wind, that creates energy. Um, the heat from the sun creates energy. There's just so many things. The movement of the waves, like you were saying, that just, it's it's cool to see people be innovative mm-hmm. in ways that uses the natural state of the world that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I haven't heard of that. So I'll check that out. Um, so wind energy, like I was saying, is another way um, that they've found to create alternative energy. So they have turbines and the blades that collect the wind's kinetic energy. Um, and then when the wind turns the blades, um, it turns an electric generator inside of the turbine. Um, that creates that electricity. Um, there's solar energy, which is fairly new. Um, well, I don't know if it's necessarily new, but it's definitely gotten more popular in recent mm-hmm. years. Um, and what how solar energy works is it uses radiation from the sun um, to heat and provide electricity. Um, the only thing about solar energy, which I think is a big turnoff to people, is that it's a big investment, like, up front, because those solar panels are so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to pay installation fees. Right. Um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, but once they're up, they're pretty um, maintenance-free, and they last a really long time. So That's cool. it's kind of an upfront investment for sure. Mm-hmm. Um expensive but in the long run it kind of evens out a little bit yeah i think it also depends on where you live if you're gonna get yeah. um more bang for your buck as you as they say right um i've seen them in the, a lot in california mm-hmm. in um in st george utah yeah. um southern utah i was telling you about um, how in vegas they have vegas. parking garages that have that are covered in solar panels mm-hmm. to, to give shade. Yeah, so. I'm sure they're in Arizona as well. Yeah. So they're it's super beneficial for hotter areas. Maybe not as beneficial in not so, like Washington. Yeah, probably not very beneficial. Yeah, there's been more. They the technology of solar panels has definitely gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've seen solar panels a lot more up in Washington but it definitely depends on where you're facing because Mm -hmm. Washington especially the west side is very foresty um and so if you're in certain places you're gonna get sun like maybe a couple hours a day um but the technology has improved so much that even on a cloudy day you can get um solar energy from Mm -hmm. it but if you're shaded by trees it's not going to work yeah so it definitely depends on where you live um but if that is an option definitely look into it um there's also like they they've made solar fields now where it's kind of like those wind turbine fields Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of a communal solar field where people can buy into using that solar energy but I think you have to be within a certain radius. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Yeah. 
Um, so that could be an option if you don't if you don't want to buy solar panels for your house um, to buy into something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the thing about all of these is like how realistic is this or applicable is this to our everyday lives? Because some of this is pretty expensive um, or it's, you know, alternatives that might not be relevant for our locations where we're living or us as apartment owners, like we're not going to go put solar panels on our roof. Um, So it's not the most applicable to everybody. in terms of pricing, pricing is going down, so that's a good sign for sustainable energy um, because it makes it more um, desirable. And so the price of wind has decreased by 58% since 2009, and solar energy has decreased by 78%. So wow. definitely good news there of making you know, alternative energy more attractive mm-hmm. and also more accessible to everyone. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the big complaints sometimes with alternative energy is that it's very classist mm-hmm. of some people can afford it and some people can't. And that's just the way that it is. But it shouldn't be that way because we're all trying to, you know, help with the environment. Right. Um. So... Even with it being affordable, you know, in an apartment complex or depending on where you live, it might not be the easiest solution. Um, So other ways that I found that we can help reduce um, the amount of fossil fuels that we're using, um, some life hacks by Julia. Turn off the lights when you leave a room. Bike or walk or carpool instead of drive. Hey. Get in your bike. I see you. Um, lost my spot in my notes. Cool. Oh, um, this was actually really interesting to me. And it kind of reminded me of, you know, use what you have. So it was talking about how, obviously, there's a lot of alternatives for cars. Um there's you know the tesla that's full electricity there's hybrid cars that are like half half and half Mm -hmm. um but if you aren't trying to spend your money to buy a new car um some ways that you can use your existing car and help you know reduce your fossil fuel impact is by doing proper engine maintenance um, tire inflation and using the recommended oil grade for your car. So oh. just like those simple things that is kind of... Proper care maintenance. Car right, maintenance. Right. If you're taking care of your car, then it's not, you know, spitting out bad fumes. I mean, it's, it might still be spitting out bad fumes, mm-hmm. but it, it won't be worse. You're reducing right. your impact. Yeah. So... That's what I found. Wow. Yes. Sorry that was a long one, but I it was a rabbit hole for sure. All of them are. <laughs> I know. All these topics. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, I'll just end with our little plug of thanks for listening. And make sure you download, subscribe on Apple iTunes um, or wherever you listen. 
Follow us on Instagram, Twitter at G underscore four podcast. Check us out. Our pictures are pretty funny sometimes. <laughs> um, our Facebook page where you can ask questions, write suggestions, um, have conversations with other listeners at Good Girls Go Green. You can email us at goodgirlsgogreenpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at goodgirlsgogreenpodcast.com where we will be posting links from our topics today. All right. Well, stay tuned for what we have coming down the line for you. Yes, please. Thanks for listening, guys. This is fun. We'll do it again (laughs) next week. See you next week. On Good Girls Go Green. Dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead Always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead Always be denying Hey, hey